This is a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to foobarradio.com. Michael Payne and Marcel Somerville, FUBAR Radio. That's a new one from Flute Box featuring Muad Dib. I think you're pronouncing that. Muad Dib. Sounds like Madlib, the producer yeah. slash rapper slash DJ slash other stuff that he does. But um, very, 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 very nice hip hop vibes mm. there. Like laid back as fuck. A flute is an underrated instrument as well. And I hear that flute box is actually quite niche in that he he's a he's a beatboxer, but he, I think, exclusively uses the flute sound. His mouth instrument of choice is the flute. Right. That song's called Wicked Labour. Do you think he's talking about the party? Yeah, I think that, that that was probably the soundtrack to the independent group's exit from yeah. Labour. A mellow exit, a flute accompanying them yeah. out. They kind of were just f- flipping the bird as they walked out backwards in slow, slow motion. motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, They did it in slow motion in real life because they knew no one was videoing because they're all older, the politicians, so yeah. they don't snap stuff, in it. No, so no, that's true. Apart from Chuka. Yeah, Chuka, yeah, Chuka would have been on his Snapchat. Yeah. Um, He's the doing baby a of the group. He's yeah. the kid. Chuka yeah. the kid. Quite um, shocking... Uh, comments from Angela Smith, though, on yeah. the same day. Well, as, within uh, a few hours of launching, without any real kind of manifesto mm, or points. Or even registration to be an actual party. They, they can't even be called a party yet, can they? True, they're a group at the moment. They're a group. <laughs> yes. Might as well just make music. That's true, but you know, within every group, there's one kind of rogue one, isn't there? That's always there like, oh, stop talking. Within Blue, it was Lee Ryan, yeah. was it? Was getting himself in trouble. Yeah, true. In the Smiths, it's Morrissey. Yeah. Angela, Angela Smith is the Morrissey of the independent group. <laughs> exactly. Wow. But you know, it's not done Morrissey any harm in the long run, has it? So it hasn't. Has but at bit, least but he at least waited, didn't he? He at least waited till they were kind of a world famous band. It's true. And then they actually he really got in trouble when they broke up. So at least he let the Smiths have their time right. before he started venting right. about everyone. And actually, I've just seen with Morrissey that he hasn't played in Canada for like twenty years or something because of their uh, whale hunting laws. But he's now going to do a Canadian tour. I don't know what's happened. Have they sort of so. stopped uh, hunt whaling? Well, he must be like all of us, just swooning over Justin Trudeau. Everyone falls for him in the end. Yeah, true. Guest of honour. You might mm. jump out on stage with him. Oh, that would Drop be a verse. Yeah, that would be fun. I That'd reckon Justin Trudeau used to rap it in college. Yeah, for sure. As they call it in Canada, probably. Do they reckon they call it university no, college? I think they have universities in Canada as mm. well. I reckon Justin Trudeau definitely spat. I wonder what his rap name is. Rudo. Oh, yes. Justin Rudo. Justin Rudo. That would be pretty sick. Yeah, well, his family. I didn't know something that. There's a Trudeau airport, so his family come from... It's a powerful lineage. Either money or aviation. Exactly, right? They've got an airport named after your your family. That's quite nice, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Never knew that. Yeah. Damn. That's status. That is right. That's not a library. If if that's the airport, like, you can just turn up and you're like, well, I don't need to flash ID or buy a ticket. The whole airport's named after me. Yeah. Maybe I should change my surname to Heathrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you reckon there are people? I've never met anyone with the surname Heathrow. No, but there must be. There or must Gatwick. Be, and there must be a Gatwick. There, yeah, Gatwick sounds more yeah. likely. Or a Luton. There's bound to be one. Mm. I reckon there's a Luton out there yeah, somewhere. Yeah, for sure. And then you just turn up and get in Terminal 5 for no problem. Do you reckon there's a London City? Someone with the yeah, surname London yeah, City? I mean, there's definitely people we know. We've met, had London Hughes on the show called London. This is true, yeah. I don't know if there is a surname called City, but I bet you there is. There are, there are yeah, there are people with the surname London as well. Mm-hmm. So, Lauren London? Mm-hmm. Don't know if that's her real name, though, but who knows? No. Who knows? Um, anyway, 
We've got a packed show coming up for you listeners yeah. now that Natalie and I have stopped talking amongst ourselves. Yeah. We've um, got Marcel popping in soon. Yeah, Marcel's going to be popping in as a, as a very special guest. Yeah, yeah guest of honour today. He's having a little <laughs> car trouble at the moment. Yeah, he is. Um, but no, but he'll, he'll be in soon. Uh, we've got three guests on the show. Skinny Malone, an MC, very, very talented MC, hailing from Hackney, my sides. Um, we've got DTG, Deji the Gamer, coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming to talk to us about his you know, YouTube his, channel. His YouTube channel, but also his track as well. Okay, so he's a musician he's as a, well. He does both. He does both. Okay, yeah. all yeah, right. Yeah. I'm going to try and get some tips for um, uh, FIFA 98 while he's here as well. Well, his, his track is called Teresa that we're playing, which I think is influenced by Ms. May. Okay. Mm. He's, he's getting political Tory, on them. No, he's a big Tory. No, it's not. <laughs> could be Mother Teresa. Yeah, exactly. It could be. Could be super Catholic. Super Catholic. Mm. But I don't think it's about her. No, nah, me neither. Uh, and we've also got rap legend, Low Key. That's two in a row um, when it comes to legends. That two shows in a row mm-hmm. where we've had certified legends on. Uh, Donnell Jones appearing last week for, a, yeah. for about half an hour, sitting yeah, with us, yeah. chatting, shooting the breeze and that yeah. with an R&B legend. And now um, Low Key is coming in to, uh, to talk to us about his return, mm. his second return now. Yes, um, he's back. I'm very excited for that. Um, as soon as Marcel gets in, we'll find out what he's been up to. Sure. But uh, for now, Natalie, again, <clears> I'm <throat> going to uh, pressure you to kind of divulge because you've yeah. recently moved house, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Yeah, and it'd be nice to have a washing machine. My washing machine doesn't work and hasn't worked only for two weeks, so it's nice. That's not good. But let's not. Have you got enough that. clothes stacked up though uh, to, well, to kind of tide you over? It's, you know, it's quite fun actually in a way because you find stuff and you're like, I didn't know I had that, and I haven't yeah, worn that, that for a long nice. time. So let me try this look today. Yeah, that must so be that nice. That is good. Um, so yeah, yeah, the new flat is very nice, and I'm enjoying it. But last week I went to a gig on um, Valentine's Day. Have you been to Heaven? Um, not yet. I, you know, they they told me I had, but those were just the, the side effects. <laughs> Oh, you mean the nightclub? Yes, I do mean the nightclub. Are you sure you want to go to heaven anyway? How sounds more fun. Do you know what? I've been to heaven twice in my life. Okay. Right? Um, the, uh, not the metaphysical, the, um, the, the nightclub. The venue, right. right. The in first time I went to heaven, yeah. I was an extra in a non-alcoholic beer commercial. So we were there oh. from like 7 a.m. Is that when it was in embankment? Because it's moved a few times over the years. I think location. it was around the embankment yeah, yeah. area. So you, were in, so you were in overnight. Is it not still there? Yeah, it's still there now, but right. it used to be somewhere else before it okay. was there. I can't remember where, but yeah. Right. Um, so you were in an advert for a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, non-alcoholic. I think it was Carlsberg, or nice. it could have been Heineken. Yeah. No, it might have been Beck's. You've done an advert before, Marcel, and welcome. Welcome, Marcel. Hi, how you doing, guys? Hi, yeah, good. You know, I just tried to sneak in, like pretend like I wasn't late. And he pulled a door. You handle are dressed off in black, in. so I, I very in. Knew. I snuck in, you know, yeah, like literally, I pulled the door handle off, got scared, it was yeah. like, oh my god, panic. A low key <laughs> entrance for Marcel. That you know how it goes. Have I ever done an advert? Yeah. You must have done a ton. Must have, yeah. Yeah, I've done I've, like 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 from come to the show, I've done like I've done like a bunch of like different kind of like. Instagram adverts, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like, like, to well, the, that's where it to lies. The social isn't it? stuff now, yeah. isn't it? Like, because the demographics like, really, all lies on Instagram, exactly. Instagram, YouTube, isn't it? Like, so yeah, I've done a few. Can you yeah, I'm heavy yeah, breathing because yeah, yeah. Take a second, take a second. Okay, what was the second time you went there? So, the second time I went to heaven, 
was for a Dua Lipa gig. Ah. Yeah. So I went there for a gig last week for a Canadian duo. If you like Caribou, you're going to like them. They're called Bob Moses. Bob Moses. Um, Are they called Bob and Moses? No, I wish they were. They're not, neither of them are called Bob, neither of them are called Moses. I don't know the origins of that, but they're very, they were, I mean, I said I went there for Valentine's Day. It wasn't because it just happened to be on the same day Mm. and it's nice to go to a gig and not do something. Um, But it's a really good venue, really good for sound, heaven. They do do a quite turnaround at 10 curfew out get ready for the club in the club is all night isn't it it goes wild in there if I remember correctly it's got quite a has it got a series of tunnels it's kind of tunnel like yeah you go down down a a ton of tunnel and then downstairs and it's yeah it's quite basic it's quite big actually but it's a very good venue so I think both of you when your respective albums EPs come out should add heaven as a venue to perform at yeah okay heaven is a place on earth as Belinda Carlisle said she's got to do a new version of that song (laughs) we've learned Located. <laughs> We've located heaven. So it, it was a bit broad of her just to say earth. She it's should have true. specified embankment. Embankment. Should have given the postcard. Have you ever been to, um, if you would feel like heaven when you go in there, Gordon's Wine Bar? No. Okay. Is that the one? It's kind of hidden. Like, um, what, well, is it Gordon Ramsay? No, it's, oh, cool, right. it's been there for absolutely years. And it's really, you, it's like a door that you could walk past. Yeah. But it's worth going in there because you go downstairs and it's quite narrow because you, you have to, well, sorry, narrow. It's like you have to bend down a lot because it's such an old bar and mm. it's wine bar. But honestly, it's some of the. It's one of the. It's just such a, a bizarre place, full of lots of London characters in yeah. there. And also, if you leave there sober, I'd be surprised. Right. It's just, and it's got a nice outside bit as well. So it's kind of like a little secret thing. It's in bank. It's an embankment. We're getting all the tips. Thank you. My tour of London. Let's do this. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. But Marcel, you're just in time to kind of recap on what you've been up to. I think you've maybe been to Brighton. I was looking stalking in your Instagram. I have here. been to Brighton. Um, so. I've done a um, well, well done a PA down in um, Worthing and mm-hmm. then we went out in Brighton afterwards which was which basically turned into like a second PA because I literally turned up in a club and was just drunk and yeah. like those people taking pictures of me there's, I'm, I'm surprised there's not a lot of circulating pictures because I was very very boozed it's really? respect though isn't it Brighton's got that kind of yeah, yeah. air about it isn't it they're respectful they're like salute. what happens in sta- what salute. happens in Brighton stays in Brighton I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I went to like a, a, a late night Burger King and was causing a scene what were you doing in Burger King I don't remember but like but, but I remember I remember just, just being in there getting wild in Burger King fair did but you yeah. have that thing where you wake up the next day and you're like you have that moment of like what happened last night it I, was think, I think like, I remember being a Burger King. It was semi. Wild. It was semi like the Hangover, but I woke up and I was literally, I had no Hangover, but I just couldn't remember anything. It's proper strange. Wow, something in it's the like, Burger King. Exactly, something in that Burger King just sorted me right out. Oh, that's but good, but yeah, it? like so, literally, like like got home and then, but I was pretty much dead for like the next two days after that. So like, I woke up feeling great, like got in the car and got back to London, and I was just literally KO'd. Nice. So. Yeah, man. The weekend was good. Yeah. It was eventful. Right. See, I knew that you were in Brighton. So you're modelling tracksuits because I noticed I saw the pebbles and I said, that is obviously Brighton. Yeah. yeah. Most, most uncomfortable, beautiful beach in yeah. the world. You know, them, them stones, I had to chase a couple because like, basically like, I was down with my cousins and they were, they, were, they were the ones taking the pictures, but one of them was being annoying. So um, I had to chase him down the pebbly beach, which is it's very dangerous to run on pebbles. Yeah, I think so. You know? But I hate sand, so I prefer it. <laughs> I hate I hate the texture of sand. Yeah. I hate that it gets in everywhere. It's just it's just. In, it, I, if I you're being chased pebbles. on pebbles, you you got to watch out for some being flung at you. Yeah. Yeah. At least with sand, you know that yeah. that's just going to get in your no, ass. I mean, in your ass crack at worst. It's quite hard to run in sand though, isn't it? Because you keep sinking. 
Yeah, <laughs> it just true. looks really awkward. Yeah. You can't run like a bad man on sand. <laughs> it's a slow motion run. <laughs> it's it? impossible no, no, no. to run or walk like a bad man. Yeah. No one will be. If someone came running towards me and I owed them like a hundred grand and they come running towards me on sand, I would not. I'd be <laughs> cracking up. <laughs> um, well, Michael Payne, I believe you. Click one's here. This is what it says here. You went to get a Chinese takeaway from a family-run business and the yeah. girl that took his order was so friendly, they started chatting. Then yeah. her mum came out and started teaching him phrases. Then her dad came out and started feeding him food he hadn't ordered. That's yeah. the story. What? I, I genuinely <laughs> thought I was engaged when I left that oh. um, restaurant because it was so... I walked into this empty <laughs> Chinese restaurant, right? Mm. It was big because there was a lot of space to dine in. And there were no other customers in there. So I asked them, well, can I get a takeaway? And this, the, this, uh, the girl from the family, it was obviously a family-run establishment, she's behind the counter, but her mum is, like, doing some stuff, maybe folding some napkins or something, you know, stuff that you do when you run a restaurant. She's doing some, some shit. So I'm ordering my food, um, but the girl's really chatty, just a lovely girl. So we're talking, she's telling me that, you know, she's not actually, her family aren't Chinese, they're Vietnamese and stuff like that. But they make Chinese food. That's their trade. So we're talking. I order a special fried rice and um, some ribs, right? And we, we're, I don't know. We're probably talking for about, no, I go to get some cigarettes, right? Don't smoke, kids. Right. But anyway, I go to get some cigarettes. So that takes mm. about 10 minutes. I come back and my food's still not ready. But, you know, I'm quite tipsy. So I don't really make a fuss about it. And um, the girl's chatting to me now. And then her dad comes out with a plate with um no before her dad comes out her mum starts like telling me how to order certain t uh, t uh foods from the menu in vietnamese or chinese i can't remember what language she was teaching me and uh uh and then her dad comes out like two minutes later with <laughs> with a plate of steak and potatoes mm. so i don't look at the the food because i know that that's not what i've ordered, so ordered i think he's just coming out and he's just getting some food and you know he's going to go back to cooking later um hoping that there's actually another chef in there cooking my food you know what ones because yeah. he's come out of an apron so i'm thinking all right that's the chef <laughs> what's he doing out here your one's <laughs> in the microwave son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then he, sit, he, he, he sets the food on the table he doesn't sit down and he motions me towards the table so i'm like what's going on here mm. maybe they think that Maybe there's been a mistake and they think that I've ordered food to, to eat in and this is somehow the food that I ordered. So I'm like, no, this isn't it. And they're like, no, he's like, eat it. And then the girl's like, my dad wants you to, to taste the food. I'm like, all right, sick. <laughs> so I sit down and I smash um, the, the steak and potatoes. And then he brings out some spring rolls. So I smash them as well. And then it took about 20 minutes after that to get my actual special fried rice. But they just piled so much other really nice stuff in there for free as well after feeding me in the restaurant mm. that I genuinely thought I must be part of this family now somehow that's nice that's sick though. it was beautiful that's a nice thing so that we'll get some bring some food into the show yeah like just, let's, 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 let's partner them up so yeah, they can just provide it. us with like meals all the time this is true that's true well our first guest is next door now so let's go to a song and then we'll get him in the yes. Pick it up featuring Dylan Cooper by DJ Newmark from Jurassic 5 and uh, Slim Kid Free from uh, Farside. Far yeah. The Farside. Known as Trademark. They are, to, to, they are collectively together. known as Trademark. Yeah. Well, yeah. But then, yeah, like, it's, like I said, it features Dylan Cooper. It's a good EP. Actually, I'm going to play it probably next week. It's a song with Guilty Simpson that I like a lot as well. Okay. The whole EP is very good. So okay. Listen to it. All right. Um, we got our first guest of the show in right now, old friend of mine. 
literally watched this guy grow up pretty much. Literally. <laughs> Genuinely. It is, of course, Skinny Malone. Yeah, woo! Yeah, so it's been a long time coming. It has so been you. Yeah, I think so still, but I feel like you got to earn it. And yeah. That's one thing you said that sticks to me, man. I think you got to earn it. So, yeah. I'm here. Well, thank you for coming <laughs> through, man. Honestly, that that's a very very flattering. But you're you're a talented guy, so that's why I say it's overdue. You know, I think uh, earning it is just being talented and kind of consistent no, with, with output. You know, and, and yeah, you've definitely. been nothing short of that um, since I think the, the first time you came onto my radar as an MC. Because, like I said, you know, we we yeah. pretty much grew up in the set, exactly the same area, which is but, weird. Do you yeah. know what? One thing that stands out to me, yeah, and many people don't call me this. Like many people don't call you on my first actual name. Mm. And I remember bumping to you in the underground, and you called me by my name, and I was like, "Who? How?" <laughs> and that literally was, uh, that stuck out to me so so much. And it's yeah, it's yeah, I get the same kind of feeling because with, with being an MC, um, you'll have aliases, yeah, and you'll have different levels of friendship with yeah, people but, yeah. that call you particular yeah, names. It's true. You know, family members as well. There'll be there'll be names that only family call you, that not yeah. even your friends call you. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, mine is bastard by my parents. <laughs> bastard, bastard. <laughs> mine was, hey, get over here. Can, can you just stop, stop that? <laughs> but but um, you 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 came onto my radar through an SBTV freestyle. Oh no! Uh, oh, you're talking about the ages ago. Yeah. The um, you think about the Charlie Sloth freestyle. That was it. Sorry, it was fire in the streets. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Hey, do you know what's funny? I tried to go on it. Yeah. If anyone's listening, please try and check it because I tried to go on it and it was like buffering. It wasn't. Oh really? Me. However, the orders on SoundCloud. Whoever uploaded it, you're a bad man still. But yeah. oh, it's there out in the ether. Yeah, on, yeah. on SoundCloud. Yeah, That's definitely. Sick, so definitely, definitely check it out because yeah, that kind of put you on on the map. You know, not just yeah. my radar. Um, and since then, there's been various releases um, and live shows. You're, you've really kind of crafted your live show. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like that's the most. That's my thing. Yeah, right. I was going to say the live experience is seems like the most important factor of the whole thing. One hundred. Yeah, you have to come and witness the litness. That's what I always say. Mm. I think even when I make records, the way I do it is like a crescendo. Like I say, you say it all the time. I've just now got better at it. So there'll be a drop at a certain point where I want to interact with the crowd, and then they'll say the right thing, and then that lets know my my mic man to know kind of what he's got to say to the crowd and then we want to drop and mix it a bit harder mm. it's just everything kind of works in synergy if yeah. that makes sense and I like that and is there anyone yeah. you've looked at in particular that you've um, did, did did you kind of see that in someone's live performance and want to sort of implement it or was it something that you saw as lacking in live performances so you wanted to kind of create your own lane um, no do you know what um, I would definitely say Danny Brown Okay. Like Danny Brown is ill. Like my boy put me on him and he was just going for like twelve minutes straight. <laughs> and I was like, yo, and then it sounds really mad, but like Beyonce. Like Okay, yeah, well that that makes sense. That's not that doesn't yeah. sound mad yeah, at all. She's I think, like a performer. Yeah. Like she's that, mad that like level. if you can do that thing where she like that shit where she goes like that and then sings and like nah bruv, it's actually difficult. Mm. So I started like skipping, so I have my set list. So like hey, I got three songs, I have the whole set like on a back to back to back situation and I'll just rap through that and skip. So like I'll be outside and literally skip mm. no point eight in the baggy shall walk on to cabby and as I'm yeah. gonna get more excited, I intensify. Yeah. Cause then what happens is you're overtraining. So then you're you're gonna yeah, have your better stamina. Used to it, yeah. you know what I'm saying because I remember when I did my first shows, they're like, "We can't hear you. You're tired." And I was like, "Yeah, man, I'm drunk." The breath. Yeah, and I watched a couple of your freestyles, and you just be like, "So my name is Michael." Breath is important, but you do it like 100. But you do it like in three minutes, and I'm like, "Bro, I don't." I had to like learn, and it's just 
progression. The, it's like I was saying before, it's how far you see yourself going, isn't it? Like, I don't want to be, I want to be like on a capital extra, like, platform for argument's sake. And, excuse my English, but fuck it up. Like, mm. they will never see something. Like, the way I'm trying to come at shows, because no one in music wants to do that no more. I remember Slim Shady, I think it was the MTV Awards, maybe 999. And you know when he had Slim Shady out the actual single, and he had turned the whole crowd into Slim Shady. Oh, yeah, he got all of the uh, Eminem, yeah. the, yeah, the, the, the sort of fake Slim Shadies. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. come out in the crowd, I remember that. That's what I'm on. I feel like no one's taking the like fear of music out there. So, like, like with my video of Rude Boy, there's, like, the N-word is obviously always going to be something that's going to be a kind of situation. So I'm, like, I remember being at my show when one of my supporters, you can see the frustration in his face. I'm, like, if I change the word to ninja, for argument's sake, everyone's cool with that. So what, what's the best way to kind of implement that? A bunch of ninjas in Shoreditch doing ninja <laughs> stuff. And that's literally what the video is. And it's now so university synopsis of just being funny. Hmm. Like, like I said to you before, everyone's scared to be funny. I'm like, bro, I grew up in the hood. You can't scare me. I'm sorry, bro. Like, you physically know what I'm talking about. Hmm. We used to live was so bad, yeah. Pizza people didn't come into our block. Hmm. Like, I had to stop Jim Boy one time from grabbing the pizza man because I like, bro, that's my mum's food, please. Like, <laughs> I was like, bro, please allow it. Like. And he was like, are we cool? And now when we're looking from my window, this guy's doing wheelies on my man's pizza bike. But you need to understand the back of the back, like where the pizzas are, is yeah. open. So they're taking everything from him. But I just like to say I wasn't there on this yeah. night and I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> There a lot though, don't you? Do you like? I love pizza, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. But then, I'm not sure. No, no, no. no. Uh, uh, everyone I've ever eaten. I just <laughs> want to say for the record, I was a suspect. I, was, no, 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 no. I give it. Michael was not there. Michael was definitely there because he was just. I was at boarding school. Yeah. Right, I don't know. He was just one of the. Honestly, my earliest memory of Michael was just being like, "Wow, this guy is tall as shit." <laughs> like, and I was like, "Why are you so tall?" And he was just always fly. Yeah, never really say anything, but it will go from zero to a thousand. Like if you're playing football with him. He's not even running. He's just watching you. As soon as you get the ball, bow, raw tackle like you're in the air, like doing the <laughs> the mad like upside down spin in the air. Like it's like classical music is playing in the background. It's mad. <laughs> Before like, this gets into this is your life yeah. for me, <laughs> Michael Parkinson over here. Um, uh, no, Michael Aspel. Michael Aspel. Michael Aspel. Was, was, yeah, uh, yeah. This is your life. Uh, tell us about the new single. Okay. Okay. Wait. Let me make sure I get this right. So no one can tell me off. Um, nah. So it is called We Don't Know Him. Um, out underneath B4 Sounds, um, a subsidiary of, of partner, uh, sister of 4AD. Mm-hmm. Um, it's out right now. You know what you got to do? Stream that everywhere, please, guys. You know. Um, but yeah. uh, we shot the video on Saturday. Yep. And that will be out soon as well, again, under B4 Sounds. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but yeah. I, honestly, this, it's, the only way I can explain it is, you know, I wrote something and went blind. I didn't particularly think of, okay, I'm going to write it for... This person, I just wrote what was on my mind, and it's like, you know, when you, I don't, I feel like when you try to be more successful in your career, you have to make sacrifices that some people don't want to do. Right. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know, man. You know, like, there's the people that don't like you, but will like you, and I was like, bro, we don't know him. Like, I'm particularly coming. You know how I've been. Same people I met you with, the same people I'm with now. I'm mm. like, we don't know him, and it's like more of an anthem of people to like, yo, bro, like, love it. Like, you could be my brethren. You ain't got to beg though, mm. and it's like. It's nothing but positivity. It doesn't mean we're not friends. It just means, like, you don't know him. This is my circle. Yeah. And that was the anthem I had in mind. Then Ludo, sick boss lady, the new boss lady, she's gone like, oh, she sent it over to Brie, Brianna, who's the A&R at B4 Sounds, and they're like, yeah, we like it. And it was just that. You know, I didn't have time to overthink it mm-hmm. or try to be like, I'm very methodical in how I do it, so I've written it how I have. It's meant to point you, like, poke you in the chest and make you, like, think about certain things. Because... 
can be funny and can be like I think people are too pushing this agenda of being gangster why not just be like straightforward that's something that people ain't doing anyway mm-hmm. but just be humorous and yeah man it's just fun enjoy it it's got a thumping AO8 you know what I'm saying? You can jump in the crowd, you can crowd surf, and I just looked at that. And right. then the rest is history. Yeah, that sounds like the perfect introduction to it. We Don't Know Him by Skinny Malone accompanied by Skinny Malone there at the end <laughs> big tune very catchy we were just talking about that as the song was playing the Thing. importance of um, kind of catchiness and people being able to catch things as well yeah, because yeah, your, yeah. your wordplay is like it's up there with the best of them you know right. and, um, and it's about being clear so you were saying that you've kind of switched up the flow a little bit just to yeah. let people take in exactly what you're saying compared to sort of previous releases 100% uh, do you know what I just, I have a way that I sound, and it's now about, it's now about making that sound spread over everything. Mm. Because the reason, that, like, if you take quintessential gram, like Eskimo and whatnot away, and take that sound, that's every banger you want in the world, rap, <laughs> slung, blah, blah, blah. But we'd all spit differently or put on an accent. What if you just sounded the same? That's why I always look up to skits and how we kind of, was like I'm not changing the way that I sound. You're gonna like it, yeah. Whatever it is, and that's literally what I've done. I was like, you're not gonna. I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna sound less ignorant. I'm gonna. I'm not. I'm just gonna sound like this and make these unnecessary punchlines, and you're gonna like it. And that is the principle of what we don't know him. It's just more slowing it down so that you have time to get the bar, yeah. Giggle, mm. and the hook is like four words mm. are sick. Anyone can get it. Your, yeah. your child can get it, and then it means that you feel comfortable to like relate Sing to your friend. Thing, innit? Yeah, mm. I'm saying. Trust me. Charles singing in a nursery, just ousting people. I mean, in nursery. We don't know. We don't know. Him. Him. Can't play my play though. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, so laughs> Um That was nice. A big tune though. Big tune. Appreciate mm. that. Thank you so much for uh, for coming in and playing it to us. But speaking of playing, see that segue there. The segue was, was legit. You thought it I was wasn't going to do a segue today. Segue. It was legit. But Thirty-five minutes past four, well. and that's when the first segue came. <laughs> Skinny, you've got a song called Rude Boy. Yes, I do. I consider it very rude to scream at people. Right. That being said, I'm going to play you six covers of popular songs with some very heavy screaming in oh, it. Oh, nice. Say down. I need you to tell me what... Don't tell me. Write it down, okay. what they are, and watch out for Marcel because his eyes water. Look, yeah. <laughs> look, I'm tired of being called this, yeah? I don't oh, we cheat. Know, we all know what happened, Marcel. Well, as a Nigerian, I uh, just want to say... Okay, so write down. There'll be a point if you know the artist and if you know the song, okay? So okay. let's start with uh, Screamo number one. I do have a clue. That sounds like the, you know, like if you open up the gates to hell, what would you hear? <laughs> <laughs> Shut the door immediately. <laughs> Shut the door, I'm running and praying. In the name of Jesus, please help me. Okay. I don't have a clue. clue? Like, no. Clue. I, I clue. saw your eyes. What, what do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't I got lie, I'm confused. Uh, let's just listen one more. This is a singer who is a certified chef. Timmy Oliver. But no, don't say it out loud. Write it down. Just yeah, write it, down write your down, answers. Otherwise, they'll nick it. Um, but doesn't do. I don't know how to say that. How, how, how do you say that coffee that begins with F? Frappes. 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 That's it. Frappes. Um, but 
she may have some males in her garden. You said she, yeah? Oh, okay, I know you're talking about. She might about. have some males coming to her garden. I don't know. I was saying, wait, I've got to do something. It's so magic. Yeah? My brethren T here yeah, just texted me saying she she loves you. She thinks you're sick. Oh, I've, been, so I've been dead ass. Nice. <laughs> Big that? up, T. Oh, showing a photo now. So. Oh, big love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big love. <laughs> okay. Right, have you uh, all written something down, okay? No, 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 no. I, I definitely it. have. Feet, okay, I know you. I, gave, I practically gave it away to you there, so... Okay, all right, here's... In, in um, the garden. Yeah. Think about it. It makes sense. I know exactly what part that is now as mm-hmm. well. Okay, here's number two. Mushroom just went viral! Oh, yeah, I know that is. Oh, yeah, you know what that is. That's easy, right? No, that's not fair, bruv. How can you not look like... Yeah, yeah, I know what this is. I'm cool. Come on, play that again. Mushroom just went viral! That sounds familiar. Can we get a clue? Uh, this artist isn't also related to the artist with the same name who said, is there any justice in this world? With another singer. All right, they everyone, just stop with that. We'll stop with that. Oh, okay. you, you got it, right? It's too, it's too much. Wait, play That's it again, play it again. Mushroom just went viral! I mean, come on, it's really easy. Oh, I can't get that lyric. But you I know the, the artist. Just need no, the artist I, I, I need, I need the, the lyrics, song, but I don't know the song. Everyone that's listening, yeah, I am just as confused as you. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not his name. I'm actually So basically, she's playing screamo versions of songs. These are well-known songs. But it's but shouty covered cover screamers. versions. All right, you know what? That helps a little well, bit. I'm okay. going to Well, let's me play it again, the first one, so you've got it now. Okay. So this artist brings boys into her garden. Oh! There we are! Skinny's oh. Marcel, you get your eyes off I didn't paper. look anywhere. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Right, <laughs> okay. Lit. I didn't even do a couple of my shit. Yeah, right? Okay, this is number two, then. Mushroom just went viral! Now, the, one of the names, he shares his name, he first name, with garden. another artist with the same name, but this other guy had a song uh, this is like about called If There's Any Justice in This World. I, try, I don't know. I know that. Uh, I know that. Right. That's, 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 that's enough. That's enough okay. of that. That's enough okay. Of that. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Let's move. Okay. This is number three, then. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? You think of Listen, have you ever needed to go to the bathroom yet yeah, and it gets worse as you get closer to your house? <laughs> <laughs> That's the music I hear in my head. Please play that again. This rapper loves to bake in his spare time. Oh, wait, um, say it again. This rapper loves to bake in his spare time. Play it again. <laughs> Oh, so, sorry. I'm so sorry. It's, it's not. It's not T. It was Ludo, my manager. Said she loves you as well. Say. Oh, oh. what's happening today? Ludo. 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 Big up Ludo as well. Big love. Hey, wait. So oh, wait, wait. What? Am, nice. I, what am I cottage cheese, bruv? Like, man, he's saying they love me. Like, what is like? What is he saying? Walk on my bed, don't connect like Michael's. I see. You. <laughs> say no more. I don't have a clue. Though, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Um. Uh, no, wait, I can't wait, say the big clue. Give it away. Okay. Uh. Right. He loves to bake in his spare time. He. I can't, I can't say any more than that. So, uh, <laughs> I know I was going to say, and I was like, give it away. All right, here we go, number four. Oh, okay. Oh, These snippets are so. This rap duo won't be returning to Europe together anytime soon. Maybe they won't be in France together anytime soon. Okay. okay. Yeah. So then, one time for that. They, these two massive hip hop artists, American, won't be together in Paris anytime soon. Play, play the um, play the play the simp, uh, the snippet one. Yeah, I can hear the I can hear the word in there. Now. Yeah, come on, it's a, yeah. Okay. 
Put down two massive American hip hop artists. You may well get one of them right. Okay, here we go. Number five. That's easy, right? That's so easy. Is this five, yeah? Yeah, this is five, but not the boy band five. Another (laughs) boy band. My pen's not going to work in now. The music video is like a horror movie, Skinny. Do you know your boy bands? Yeah, I can't lie. I know this one. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay, here we go with uh, finally uh, number six. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know that lyric. Um, this is a girl band that know what they want, what they really, really oh, want. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I started doing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Right, let's start with number one then. I think you've got this one, Skinny. What did you think? What did you think it was? No, I can play it again because I might have definitely got it wrong. I feel like it's Khalees. Okay. Know. Yeah, you got an idea on a song? It was Milkshake. Mm-hmm. Marcel, what you got? I've got Khalees and Milkshake as uh-huh. well. And what have you got, Michael? I've got Khalees and Milkshake. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and Let's play number three again for me. Oh, you want number three? Okay, well, we're going through. It's very unorthodox, but okay. Okay, that's obvious now. Right, number two. What did you get for number two, though, Marcel? <laughs> um, Kendrick Lamar, sit down, be humble. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What did you get, Skinny? I didn't even get anything. I'm not going to lie. Michael Payne? I just got Kendrick Lamar. Okay, well, Marcel. Sit down, be humble is correct, yes. Uh, what did you get for number three? Can I hear it again quickly? Can I hear it again? I'm going to be, I'm going to be a nine. Okay. Oh, you want to hear number three again? Yeah, number yeah, three, please. okay. What did you get, Michael Payne? I didn't get shit. Okay. I Marcel, get shit, didn't I get, I get shit. What did you get, Skinny? Wait, I just got more. Well, it was... Yeah, so no points there, no points there. Right, number four, Skinny, what did you get? Can I hear it again one more time, please? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's okay. I didn't get anything. Nothing, Marcel, what are you saying? Jay-Z and Kanye ends in Paris. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I got that as well. Genuinely got that as well. Okay, that was number four. Let's see oh. if you're right. That's a hot for the fuckers on the fly, me. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great. That's a great. Correct, correct. Right, number five. My eyes were itching, my eyes were itching. That's I why think, it was. My eyes I think it's the easiest one, number five. I think everyone's probably got that. But Skinny, I know you got that. What did you get? I think I've got Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm, okay. Backstreet Rack. Mm-hmm. Bam, bam, what did you get, Marcel? Uh, Backstreet Boys, everybody. Is that not the title? What did you get, Michael Payne? Backstreet Boys, everybody, Backstreet's back. Yeah, I mean, that is, but so I do give points to everybody, but here's how it started. was intense yeah. very intense someone, okay. someone went to turn off the karaoke machine and he just switched <laughs> no. No, no, that, that, that's, that's when you ask your girlfriend are you okay I'm alright <laughs> finally what did everyone get what did you get Marcel for number 6 Spice Girls Wannabe uh huh what did you get Skinny I, basically I, I didn't know the name of the title but I know it was like you got Spice Girls though, yeah, right? yeah I got yeah, Spice yeah. Girls and what did you get Michael Spice Payne? Girls Wannabe so okay let's just wanna see wanna if you're right Catch it. That's good. Get cover. 
that was the yeah. most intense cover I've heard. He, no, but I it's, it. it's, it's the yeah. contrast between if you want to be my. Gotta get me, my friend! Congratulations. I'm a must In third place, we have Skinny with a very respectable five. Oh, so nice. In second place, we have Michael Payne with a very respectable nine. Thank you very By much. In first place, we have the champion, Marcel, with ten. I hate you so oh, much. yeah! Oh, so oh, yeah! Yeah, they're very competitive. Oh, fuck's sake. I'm, having a, I'm having a good year this year, ain't I, Michael? You are. <laughs> We've got another game coming up today. Yeah, we have. We have. So we I'm have. going to wipe the floor with you then. All right, G. All right. Um, before I do that, we've got to say goodbye to Skinny, unfortunately. Um, Skinny, thank Thanks. you so much for rolling through, um, playing us the new music, competing in there, and being such a gracious loser. It's cool, I'm man. Joking. I'm it's joking. all right, listen, I don't mind because at the end of the day, yeah, I rap good. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey come on. Fair play. That fair play to you. Before you, uh, before you depart, let people know where they can find you on socials. Um, where are you going to be as well? Tell us where you're going to be kind of in the, in the next couple of months, live-wise, release-wise. Okay, probably going to be in your local bagel shop. Yeah, like, <laughs> hungover. Mm-hmm. No, but all jokes aside, um, let me just remember my calendar. Ludo, don't kick the shit out of me. 21st of March, I'm at Box Park in Shoreditch. Come down, it's going to be lit still. You know what I'm saying? 28th, I have an unknown location. I don't know as of yet. I think April is like, oh, sugar. There's like a headline, uh, well, there's a show of some sort that we're going to put together. Nice. Um, oh, no, sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying shit. July, there will be, that's the headline show, I believe. I can't talk too much about it. Um, the video for We Don't Know is going to come out in a couple, like, maybe like three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then we got releases all through the year. I got some stuff in Paris. There's a tune called Builder that's out right now, and Rude Boy, of course. Um, they're going to be a remix of Builder from overseas we'll, we'll see when and where just a lot just find mm-hmm. me I am Skinny Malone that is everything or Triple X Gang that's G-V-N-G and that's going against Normal Green I'll be there nice one thank you so much my brother uh, let's get into a song now when we come back we got, we still got two more guests to come DTG and of course oh, rap sorry. legend Low Key that's Iron Claw by Sarface and Ghostface Killer from the new album mm. Because last year Zarface did an album with Doom, this year he's done one with Ghostface. Who's going to come up next? Leona Lewis. I'm going to put. I'm going to uh, see what the Left bookies, field. what odds the bookies will offer me on Leona Lewis next year. I reckon that'd be quite a sick album, though. Yeah, it would actually. Sarface and Leona Lewis face. <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. Um, speaking of Leona Lewis, yes, she has hair. Travis I, Scott They both got hair. hair It's very true Right yeah. They're both artists with hair um, I mean, This is really cool go, That's not the best is it? It's not the best <laughs> They have hair That was terrible <laughs> Yeah <laughs> oh, Work with me here man you Okay alright I mean? yeah sorry okay. I was pressed for time one. I was pressed <laughs> for time <laughs> um, Travis Scott I think this is really cool actually okay. uh, Travis Scott has inspired The mayor of Houston To, v- to develop a new Astro World theme park Mm. It appears so. Uh, Scott is currently on the road in support of his third studio LP, which got its name from an old theme park in the rapper's home city. His ambitious stage setup includes a roller coaster and Ferris wheel with the spectacle hailed by fans as mayhem. Great word to use there when after hailing something. I thought it was going to be like, you know, the best spectacle I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Really interesting. You know, a work of art. Mayhem. Mayhem. (laughs) Uh, as the sicko mode artist performed in Houston earlier this week, uh, February 13th, well, last week, 
uh, Mayor Sylvester Turner arrived on stage to present Scott with a key to the city. Addressing the crowd, Turner said, because of him, we want to bring another amusement park back to Houston. Standing by his word, the mayor released a statement the next day to announce that an idea from years back had been spurred on by Scott. The city is currently in uh, discussions with architects and developers, and we hope to partner with investors who have an interest in making this vision a reality. He continued, Houston is a great city that offers many wonderful seasonal events and attractions. A permanent amusement park would create year-round opportunities. Yeah, that's all the business shit Mm, out of the way. But a theme park. Do you like theme parks? I love I theme, do parks. Like theme parks. Fucking love a theme park. What I'm not are your lie. So you like a, a roller coaster? I'm not a theme park nerd. I've only been to like say three, maybe mm-hmm. Thought Park, Chesson, and Orton Towers. Oh, and funnily enough, Drayton Manor, which is tiny. Yeah, Drayton Manor is not really. It's, it's not really up there. What? Uh, it's what? like a. It's like a glorified adventure playground. Drayton. Which okay. one would you say is the best out of all the <clears> ones <throat> I've been to? Yeah, Orton Towers, but it's too big. The rides are too far apart. You've got to get a cable car and shit. Yeah. From the time you need a cable car in an amusement park, I think it's a little bit, yeah. you've gone a bit too far. What do you like? Do you like the fast rides, the roller coasters? I like the roller, roller coasters. coasters. I like, no, no, no. Do you know what? I like, I like the ones that are like, have you ever done Oblivion? I think I've done Oblivion. So that's, like, that's, Is that the dark one or the no, one that no. goes backwards? So, no, no, so it's Wait. the one. So it's the one when you, when you think you're about to go up a massive, um, on, onto like a massive roller coaster, you start, you, you start jetting forward and it goes boom, stops. Then all of a sudden it's like boom, and then you just drop down. Oh yeah, so, yeah, I have been on that. Is that yeah, Alton Towers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have been on that. that I was shitting myself that, before I went that, on that. That, that scared the shit out of me. Because nice, yeah. that had like a five, six year reputation for me. What uh, do you mean? Oblivion. But, but for, for good. Had like a build up. Massive, massive build up. Because Alton Towers is near Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah. past. Is yeah. it past? It's In Midlands, area, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. Fort Park. Was is basically what Surrey. stains, it's isn't it? Surrey, so yeah, yeah just yeah, it stains, right? Yeah. And Chessington is only as far as um, Chessington, also in Surrey, Chessington, right? Yeah, so they're not it's just in Surrey as well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, they're not yeah. too far away, right? It was like a couple man jumped in a few cars when we were of, the, of that age, of driving age, um, or we got on the train and it wasn't too too far. Mm. But all the towers always seemed yeah. like. That shit's a holiday. You know mm-hmm. them ones. It's not just a trip to a theme park. So when I finally got there, saw the sheer size of it and, and had heard all these stories about Oblivion, I was shitting myself before mm-hmm. I went on there. But look, just like everything, every single roller coaster I've ever been on, as soon as the worst happens, you're like, this is amazing. I'm going yeah. back on again. Literally. Uh, what about, have you been to the, the, the Dreamland at Margate? That's got the white knuckle rides, isn't it? No. Been there? It's a little day out to Margate. Gorillas had their gig there, didn't they? Festival last year, I think it was, or year before. Yeah, I just think them rides are a little bit racist. What about me? Why can't what? what? My my knuckles aren't going to go white. Does that mean (laughs) I can't get on there? Well, I don't. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, Do you know what I mean? It's not for me. It's it's not not, not my ride for me. (laughs) What would you? I think white white knuckle meaning. You're gripping on so tight, isn't it? The 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 blood kind of. Would it work if you just called it a knuckle ride? That would mean something else, wouldn't it? A knuckle ride, <laughs> yeah, that would be something completely what different. I don't know what it would be, but it would be it would be sexual. I what? took her for a knuckle ride. <laughs> that sounds actually quite sinister. Yep, sounds it like does. no, it sounds like a punch up. That's what it sounds like. A knuckle ride sounds like a punch up. <laughs> it would. I also um I. I don't really know what it means, but I know what it used to mean. And it says that you give someone the key to the city. Now, I don't know what... It, but when I was younger, and I know this can't be obviously be the case, I thought it meant 
that you gave someone a key and they could just let themselves in anyone's well, house. Well, you do get a key, don't you? But not to everyone's house. Yes, like a giant key. Like a skeleton key for a whole city. FB key. So you get into cupboards in the council estate. I thought it meant that um that literally they can like go to anywhere and they just like they don't have to they don't have to pay for anything oh. I, was, I, was, yeah, I, th- I think I'm making that up as well I think because, it might like, be loosely based on that kind of thing but I don't I, I, yeah I don't know what the fuck it could means could they like come to your house and be like hi like who the hell are you like, hey I'm, I'm just gonna to borrow your car I'm just, yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna borrow your trousers right. You've like, got cook for me because I've got, got a key food? to the city. Can we get I mean? some information? Yeah, can on, someone on, let us know what does it? What does it mean when you have a key to the city? Because they they use that a lot. Mm. I remember one time when we had Romesh actually on one of the shows, and he's like, "I couldn't come in today because I'm getting the key to cr- uh, Crawley." Was wow! Crawley? Like, well, I was sort of asked then, like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, well, I, I want the key. To I want the king to Chingford. I want the key to Hackney. <laughs> yeah. I reckon that would definitely be an FB key. <laughs> if it was the key to Hackney, I'd just be able to get into bare cupboards in housing estates. <laughs> just stand there for ages. Yo, it's a weird wires. thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's you, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, look at you. Is that you? I'm trying to be like you, fam. The man's got a key, bro. Okay, man's apparently, historically cities used to have walls around them with big doors or gates yeah okay that makes sense yeah they had a key they had to keys to get in but so wouldn't everyone need so them what is, yeah well was was everyone else a hostage then i think so well they were trapped in or trapped out. yeah That's, no. this is what i want to know nowadays it's more so it doesn't mean anything it's more symbolic yeah i thought so but even back then it kind of been very useful having the key to a city because what say if you're the only one with a key and you go out that day then no one can leave the city so does I've it basically you make in. you the key? No, it can't make you the king of that of that thing. What the hell? It's pointless. Yeah, that's why. So they actually give you a key when they when they present yeah. you. They must have a key to give you if they have like a ceremony to present you with a key. Or maybe they give you your own door to the city, like a cat flap. <laughs> you got your own entrance and exit to the city. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's the only person. It doesn't really make sense, does it? Now I'm like. I, I can't see how that would be of any now, value. If you're offered yeah. one, you're like, well, I need something better than that. No, nah, so so do you reckon it's like you, you know, like in in LA when 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 you get like a star on the on the yeah, we'll, on the, yeah. On that's the nice frame. though because everyone can see that. And then everyone, oh, yeah. see, everyone your reputation your precedes you. Are you going to have your key hanging on your fucking thing? A big, massive key on your key ring. It's like, what's that? It's, like, oh, it's a key to see, isn't it? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's sick, though, bro. Um, Imagine. Um, have you like seen the size <laughs> of those keys? Yeah, they're massive. You, you look like a fucking 18th century jailer. Just around your neck, bro. Just wearing it around my neck. Well, what's the, you know what I mean? That'd be sick. Do you know on the Walk of Just Fame they have them in Leicester Square? You know, in they're like on the some Walk of Fame type thing there. Really? Yeah, I just noticed. Wait, it. So wait, I was where's my one though? Well, uh, do you know actually? With would the walk you want? Would you want that though? I only just found out about that. I'm 34 years old, and I only just found out about the. I didn't realize. No, but is it for Theatre Land? Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I never thought. I can't remember who I was stood on, but um, it was a woman. <laughs> I was just like putting out a cigarette and then I was like, oh, lo and be. I'm on Shane Ritchie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that. You know, in the Walk of Fame, though, they, you, they pay for it. They don't just get awarded it. They've got to pay up some money to get Who, the people, people that get the... Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so they have a big ceremony, but it's not a free... It's not... You, you pay for it or someone pays it's like, for it It's for like you. getting an allotment. <laughs> That's you get your own little bit of uh, yeah, a little bit of land. Yeah, so you can just stand on the land for like you can just, get off my stuff. Yeah, it's private. <laughs> yeah. so that's private property. Exactly, it's your little. Pop a little wall around it, and that's bit. how you get the key to Donald the city. Trump's to, like, got a wall around his. You know what I mean, oh, right, yeah. But I can imagine you myself. You have one. You'd be furious if you'd be down there cleaning it. Yeah, of course, mate. I'm sure it's spick and span. Even on Shaftesbury Avenue, is that where you said it was? Uh, no, it was in Leicester Square. I mean, I don't know where else they are. I just happened to see it in Leicester Square once. Mm. Someone's like, oh, I didn't know they had that here, but. Maybe Incredible. we can get one and try and get work into how we can get you a That's little nice. star in Leicester That's Square. It. Yeah, if not, then a theme park. Exactly. Yeah. Marcel World. Marcel Land. 
Eminem world, we can say that that's a theme park inspired by us. Oh my days, we should just blag it. Even though it's not a theme park. It's a shop, right? It just sells out. Okay, okay. But it sounds like a theme park. It's the world. Oh, yes. It's the world. That'll do it. Oh, you could easily take it out. Just call it Eminem shop. But they had to call it world. When it's just in a shop. Glorified but there's shop. a lot of them, right? But have you been to like the American, the Disney World, Disneyland, or whatever they're called? Or the American one's yeah. Disney World, isn't it? And the um, the oh, Par- Parisian that's one's Euro Disney. Disney. Okay, it's Euro yeah. Disney. But there's, there's ones in Florida, ones in Elsa. There's Disney World. I Disney thought there was Land. only one in America. That's no, true, I think. No, I thought I oh, thought I, I thought Disneyland was in Paris and Disney World oh. was in Florida. Florida. Yeah. Okay, well we'll check that. But then there's the other ones. There's not just though. There's no, not, not Warner. But they have the Harry Potter theme oh, they park, got the Har- and they've Universal got, and they got Studios. Universal Studios, Warner Brothers Studios as well. Now, right. I, think. I would love to go to those as well. Mm. Nothing says Hollywood like walking through, like those types of um, studios. Yeah, yeah, still, yeah. yeah, exactly. You still see the film sets and yeah. st- all the extras kind of walking <laughs> across you. An elephant comes out of fucking nowhere. A Zulu's just there having a sandwich. Do you know what I mean? What's that? Like, I, like I might be making it up, but but there was definitely a Michael Jackson um, yeah, music um, video that, that was yeah. that, that, that was Oh set. yeah, it's um, there used to be a moonwalker ride, didn't there? I can't remember what it was. It was that in a theme park. Yeah. Was it not just was... in Michael Jackson's theme park? Oh, he had his own one in his garden. He did, yeah, didn't Neverland. Yeah, Neverland. Yeah, he's a nice time there with his. Bubbles chimp. with oh, his bubbles. Monkey, yeah. bubbles the chip the big West Ham fan bubbles <laughs> Michael Jackson <laughs> forever blowing bubbles oh okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow that's the song right wow it just escalated it just escalated so fast without even knowing actually R.I.P. Bubbles he died didn't he yeah he did yeah R.I.P. Bubbles and Michael, and Michael Jackson yeah yeah sure. of course but that goes without saying yeah it goes without saying Bubbles yeah. doesn't get enough recognition frankly he doesn't so, actually let's go to a song yeah <laughs> That's a brand new one from Shaka Khan, Hello Happiness. I just um, quite recently read an interview um, that Shaka Khan did in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. What's, what's that sound? It's, it's, there it is. That's much just better. Turn your mic, just turn your mic around for you, it's okay. <laughs> I sounded like I was just like standing in the corner, mad nervous. I know. <laughs> just shouting. I was like, what's happening? You're normally confident. What's but going now, on? Facing the wall. <laughs> I know excited to have it he's got nervous <laughs> yeah. um, no I, I read a really cool interview um, uh, that Shaka Khan did in The Guardian mm-hmm. so I think everyone should kind of read that and just learn about what she kind of came through and, and, and her experiences as a as a young woman coming through the industry especially man it's actually mental the story and it was in condensed into quite a, a, a relatively short interview as well but it was really exciting I really love good her read. she once came uh, it was another radio station and she came in as a guest and she, of course of course she would have an entourage I would expect nothing less but one guy there seems to be there to hold her sharpies for autographs amazing and I was thinking, that's quite a good job actually Sharpie I would guy. do that <laughs> that's a nice guy. job I'd put in my CV yeah, for that I, I nearly did I wanted to get rid I of it I hold Shepard Sharpies Sharpie guy I can, <laughs> hold, I can hold five Sharpies in one hand in and one five hand. in the other exactly not a problem I'll go for six fuck it I'll go for six <laughs> um Speaking of legends, uh, we've got one before us, man. And, and like I said earlier on, this is kind of two for two now when it comes to shows. We had a, an R&B legend on last week in Donnell Jones. Um, and we've got a rap legend on. I'm not going to say UK rap. I'm just going to say rap legend um, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it is, of course, Low Key. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, not at all, man. It's, uh, not, it's just really, really personally good to kind of have you here, thank have you, you back. 
everything. Because the last time I saw you in person, I don't know if you remember. We were in the tube station. It's fucking Highbury in Islington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's symbolic that, that we would meet again in North London. You know I what I mean? That. Because the time I saw you before that, yeah. right? This is the random. This is the most random story about sort of people collaborating on a track because we, we obviously collaborated on the remix for uh, Alphabet Assassins that is correct um, yeah. um, a mongrel remix correct, which yes. was a part of the, the, the album that you put out with the super group mongrel yes. and um, I remember I was coming back I was coming back along the motorway from a wedding my one of my best friends big sisters got married and uh, and I'm in like full tuxedo spinning down the motorway in my, in my mate's car and I get a phone call from low key going what are you doing tomorrow um, come and do this tune so for the rest of that journey in my tuxedo I'm just <laughs> strapping bars on my phone I'm like Loki wants me in studio tomorrow no time for talking I just I, I think you sent me the instrumental um, yeah. no, no in fact I don't even think there was time to send me the instrumental, instrumental. Wow. I just imagined an instrumental I'm so just that's, like that's, hey, that's bars. That's I was you probably know. just like rapping like writing bars to like human leagues don't you want me do you know what I mean because that's probably <laughs> what was wedding, you know when you're in the yeah. mood on the way from a wedding you start listening yeah. to a wedding playlist type shit so I'm probably just writing bars to like human <laughs> leagues don't you want me but yeah then the, the, you know the next day I, c I came into the studio with you guys yeah. and then after mongrel um you know there was there was like you know a huge lengthy hiatus uh, mm. you know just after there and now you come back and yeah. uh, at such a uh, i think a, the, the the perfect time to yeah. be uh, to be honest um because you know fans will know i will know mm. exactly what your subject matter is about and mm. um and what you are most passionate about when it comes to your lyrics so mm. To, to see the world in the state it is now, it's, it's the it's, it seems like the times call for low key, and is is that one of the reasons that you came back? Well, firstly, I wanted to say thank you so much for doing um, that track, Mongrel. At the time, we had you know members of the Arctic Monkeys, Baby Shambles, mm. Reverend and the Makers. Mm -hmm. We're actually talking about making some more music now. Amazing, so that'll be quite good. Yeah, and I think Alphabet Assassins that version, you know, got really slept on because mm. of where it kind of had to fit in right between indie between hip-hop yeah know, we had rich 32 on there we of had course no on there. yeah we had so many amazing yeah. um artists. mike righteous mike righteous on there we had so many amazing artists on mm. there um but other than that i wanted to say thank you for doing that at that, at that time oh, not thanks at all, for man. having me on honor. today <laughs> um in terms of coming back to making music now I have been making music since 2016, mm. but this year is going to be the first time I've dropped an album since 2011. Yeah, of course. Um, and so really that's what kind of the comeback is about. Mm. Um, I think that our generation, as you know, you were there going to the open mic at Deal Real at the same time I was when I was a teenager. Mm. Um, our generations, I feel like in some way, have struggled with adapting to the way things have changed. Yeah. And I think flexibility is really the most important thing if you're trying to build a legacy that has, you know, real longevity. Yeah. And so I think that seeing how things work, even since starting making music again in 2016, has been an ongoing process for mm. me. You know, we did the tour 2016, that went really well. We mm -hmm. did the tour 2017, that went well as well. We're going to be on tour in April, um, uh, London, April 19th, so yeah. make sure you see us there. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, working out how things have changed, you know, things have changed, and there are now specific parts and kind of cogs in the machinery of this actual industry. Mm. When we were rapping at the open mic in 2003 and 2004, we would talk about 
an industry, but there was no industry. Yeah. There was no industry. There were some people that had been absorbed and um, kind of integrated, shall we say, into an existing music industry, mm. which was largely NME, um, indie music dominated. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when Jay-Z got the headline act at Glastonbury, I remember looking at that situation and thinking, wow, for what are essentially white guitar bands to tour the country is so much easier than for people that don't necessarily fit into a specific demographic mm. that makes powerful people comfortable. Yeah. Now we're in a situation where if you listen to Capital Extra, which, you know, essentially is, sorry to say the name of another station. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Liberty. No, <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is like, you know, kind of integration between Choice FM, Capital FM, whatever. Listen to what it's playing 24-7. Hmm. Things have changed massively. Absolutely. It's almost akin to the difference between what George Best was making in his prime mm. and Pele was making in his prime and what Raheem Sterling's making today. Yeah. If we're looking about, if we're looking at what rappers of yesteryear were able to do yeah. for a living and what these uh, other artists now are able to do. Yeah. So, okay, what do you do in that situation? Do you get bitter? Do you decide to go against that grain and against that machine? Or do you think, okay, look, this is what I can do. This is what I can work with. Mm. I have this existing found foundation to build off before. And, and just do it like that and so I've been fortunate I've been I've been lucky yeah been absolutely lucky, well su like super blessed with talent I think that's like yeah. the your, your, your best weapon you know no one can deny because even though you before for, for want of a better word you know the, one of the buzzwords right now is woke mm. is, is being woke and um, before that we were just called conscious mm. you know it's a synonym really mm. and truly but the, 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 it wasn't a buzzword back then mm. back then conscious rap you'd kind of lump in uh, people like common immortal technique low key and stuff like that but now woke is like a, it's, a, it's a fashionable trend yeah and, but what I think is interesting wokeness shall I say what I think is interesting is the extent to which there is an organic link between existing social movements of the time and a musician or an artist mm. so at the time of 2010 when you had a government pushing through um, changes in student loan rules that would mean that 75% of people that would take those loans would die in debt, you came out with a song using, uh, so a beautiful song, using images from those demonstrations, mm. you know, which saw police charging at protesters, yeah. etc. It's that organic link between a person and their context. If you were to listen to a lot of the music that's pumped out by the corporate media, you would not know at what period of time you were listening to that music. Right. All of the greatest artists, when we think of John Lennon, when we think of Bob Marley, you know, John Lennon was funding the Black Panthers at one point and on very good terms with Bobby Seale. Uh, Bob Marley <coughs> was intrinsically linked to politics in Jamaica and mm. was in many ways a game changer, actually, with what he was doing. Some of the greatest artists of yesteryear, if you listen to their music, it's almost like listening to a historical document. Mm. They speak to, speak to the realities that existed at that time. Yeah. And what I find, unfortunately, is uh, major corporations essentially view artists as contested space for them to commandeer for their own interests, to become billboard, billboards for advertisers. I'm not turning it into a personal thing, but in terms of a systemic issue, if 
a an artist becomes a billboard for a company, especially at a time when the global uh, chain of the assembly line has become so complex, it's hard for us to even know where those goods have come to us from, how they've been constructed, what are the rights of the people that have been making those goods, then what are the effects of those goods sometimes on the environment and thus on our future. It, there's kind of a corporate irresponsibility built into that situation. So if you want to be an artist that goes against the grain in that way and actually thinks critically about the powerful of your time, then you're going to be in, in a slightly more complicated position. Mm. It's not impossible, but it's just a slightly more complicated position. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like music and uh, also public speaking are obviously two of your huge, you know, fortes. Um, with with public speaking, you've um, you recently spoke at uh, Oxford, Union. Oxford University. Yeah. Mm. Um, are there plans to kind of um, make this a kind of a, a, a more regular string to your bow? Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's great to be involved in different campaigns. So I've done quite a lot with Stop the War um, and, and go and talk to people. And obviously with the fire in uh, June 2017, mm -hmm. it kind of required of me because that happened directly outside my window. Yeah. It required of me. Because you're a West London boy, aren't you? Well, I live directly next to Grenfell Tower. Yeah. So in that situation, you have a choice. Either you can behave as if, okay, that happened and it's got nothing to do with me, or you can assert your agency. You know, my friend who I'd known since he was a teenager died in there with his whole family. Mm, so what are, you, what are you gonna do in that situation? Are you gonna let that person die? Are you, are you just gonna let that happen? Or oh, are you in there them? No, of course, of course the latter, of course the do latter. you know what I mean? And so, and so really that's, that, that's the situation that we found ourselves in and um, Sorry, Loki's just uh, <laughs> sticking his phone on charge right there, which is why the sound might be dipping a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so in that situation, you really have to you have to start um, using what tools exist. And mm. for me, music is the tool that exists. It's, it's the 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 biggest equalizer that I have. You know, if I if I speak just me, it doesn't carry the same potentially carry the same weight as it may if. Um, speaking as low key. Yeah, and this so, is true. And so that kind of it, it turned a lot of people into campaigners for people's health and safety. Right. Especially when you take into account that over 300 buildings in the country have this uh, a similar combination of this arconic um, cladding with six millimeters of polyethylene in the middle of it and Celotex RS5000 insulation that Grenfell had. You're talking cinemas, you're talking schools, you're talking hospitals, you're even talking army barracks. How is it that the national conversation has been converted? into do Muslims have the right to live in social housing in Kensington rather than are these US in the case of Arconic and French in the case of Celotex construction companies endangering the lives of people that live in this country yeah. Standard. And, and why is it people that lost their family members or people that witnessed that and lost people they love have had to turn into campaigners yeah, you know, for something so that? horrible to, yeah. to uh, for, for something so horrible to have taken place, it is absolutely strange that mm. there is so little visibly being kind of done to Precisely. to bring about some Precisely. kind of uh, re or just to bring to bring someone to justice, really, yeah. to find out how the hell who was responsible mm. for it. It is uh, it is astounding, and it remains so. Um, we should get into some music yeah. uh, because you are. 
you know, one of the most talented MCs in the world. That's you, bro. That's after you, all, bro, after I was trying to be like you, fam. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, one amazing lyric that um, I remember from Deal Real to this day. And I actually recorded it on a really small camera. I remember that, that camera you used to have, the little flip thing. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah. And, and you said, um, something. Uh, you rhymed, you said, they only give us Metropolitan Police, but that they're about as good for us as Belgium chocolate is for tea. Oh, I used Bro. to love them kind of rhyme schemes back that, then. That's, that's exquisite. <laughs> multi-syllabic that's, that, was that is, my thing. That is exquisite. Honestly, multi-syllabic was my thing. I, I came across Loki a, a Deal Real. Shout out to Deal Real, by the way, yeah, uh, because if definitely. it wasn't for that, that was a haven for, uh, for yeah. MCs in London. I used to uh, I used to kind of skip university like lectures to go to the open mic on uh, Fridays, and uh, you see you know Loki was a regular there skinny man black twang a lot of um, uh, deal real alumni uh, you know Mark Ronson is 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 alumni uh, um, most deaf most deaf Estelle mm-hmm. you know these are all people that kind of were represented at some point by you know um, Vincent or, or yeah. Tony or just came through to kind of bless the mic or you know do some kind of promo it was amazing and, and that's a, where I met Loki a, a room about the size of this and, yeah. and what's great about it is you couldn't hide not at you all you couldn't yeah, hide in terms, true. Of, in terms of lyricism and also there was a kind of it was utopian bruv yeah it was like a, it was like a a world where all that mattered was people coming together and spitting bars and yeah. MCs and it was amazing man, man it was God amazing bless. what a loss yeah. what a loss big time big time um, but yes yeah, sorry I'd, I went off on a bit of a tangent there if you would do <coughs> us the honour of introducing the song we're about to play which one is it? yeah Natalie which one is it? you usually tell <laughs> I do I do it was all right. Return of okay so the track we're about to play is called The Return of Low Key um, and you can listen to it now on Spotify on the Rep UK playlist um, yeah, check it out. Because there's a major demand yeah. for low-key material. Do you think we're going to get more low-key material I, I, in 2016? I, 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 I don't know about in 2016, but I, I mean, I, I would find it hard to believe that never in his life is he Period. It is a beautiful thing, man. Like, it is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm honoured to be here tonight, man. Low-key's doing his damn thing. That's the return of Low Key uh, with a very emphatic outro there by Charlie Sloth. <laughs> He's a rap connoisseur though, man. So to oh, get him speaking mm. at length on something, man, I really rate Charlie and I really respect him. And, and he definitely respects real lyricists like yourself. Um, you've, you've, had, you've got to do like two Fire in the Booths, two legendary Fire in the Booths. So it shows that he rates, he rates rappers, mm. like real rapping ass motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good. But um, also the, the, the singles taken from the new... New, the, the return album the, the new album the new album which yeah. is like a, a sequel to Soundtrack right, to the Struggle right, bro, basically yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm most interested in talking about before yes. we play a game is mm-hmm. uh, the time you spent in Palestine because we were speaking yeah. earlier on about you know us bumping into each other in uh, Highbury yeah. years ago but for years before that or for a long time before that you'd yeah. been living in Palestine right yeah that's right um, wh- what were you doing over there like did you did you kind of immerse yourself in, in the music scene over there is there is there a rap scene in Palestine as well well I have um, a qualification as a personal trainer yeah um, and I have a qualification as an English teacher mm-hmm. I was doing some of that over there as well incredible um, you know we were under uh, Israeli occupation which is in contradiction of resolution 242 of uh, the United Nations so it's against international law that Palestine is still occupied up mm. until today, since 1967. 
um, well, the West Bank, which is where I was. Mm. Um, yeah, it was amazing. I think I learned a lot about friendship. I lo- learned a lot about kindness. Um, I learned a lot about um, optimism and positivity in the face of crushing um, material conditions. Um, I think I learned a lot about myself as well. And I think that there were so many things that I saw there that I felt if I was able to implement and apply in my own life here, I think I would be generally more positive and uh, generally happier Mm. as well. I think people sometimes can look at people suffering in crushing uh, political situations as merely victims and take away their agency Mm. but in fact there's so many ways in which that clarity of right and wrong within the society and that uh, drawing together and and that feeling of of, um, unity to some extent can lead to a more cohesive society a more friendly a more happy society in some ways and so I think seeing that was also an educational process for me um, seeing that the level of complexity within this society is obviously a blessing technologically, but it's also a curse in mm. some ways in terms of personal social relations. Absolutely. And so um, I think that being there definitely um, was a learning process in that yeah. regard. Fair. Mm. And then any, any plans to gig there or anything? I think it's very unlikely I'll be allowed back in now because mm. there's been chain, changes in the law. Mm. I'm a patron of the Palestine Solidarity Campaign. Mm-hmm. I am honoured to um, have been active on the issue um, for uh, many years. Because of that, the changes in the law by the Israeli state at this stage make it very unlikely that somebody who's a patron for an organization like the Palestine Solidarity Campaign um, will be allowed back in. That's so terrible. I, so That's I think crazy. there's many, many friends that I have there that, I mean, it's tiny. This is like a kind of uh, a drop in the ocean in comparison to what the situation is like for people living there um, today or people that have not been allowed to return to their homes as they should have um, under UN Resolution 194, the right of return people driven out of their houses during war um so for me it's it's not a it's not a big deal but it is obviously quite sad because i have really good friends who i love there and who i deeply deeply care about that um i think is very unlikely i'll be able to see them at least for the foreseeable future i'm also not allowed to travel to the united states haven't been told why been told that my my travel to the united states is not authorized by the u.s government that's mad i was booked for a show there last year so you know when we talk about the idea of okay freedom of speech and things like that I realised quite do, a while ago there's no such thing well, well I mean do do I have it in this situation mm. we have a programme in schools called Prevent which is basically and not just in schools but in almost all public sector institutions including the GPs in hospitals where if children are perceived to have views which are critical of British foreign policy they are then reported you know, hmm. you have you have um, how many children? What what do you think is the youngest child in this country that has been referred on the Prevent program to what they call the um, diversion uh, program? I have no idea. I'm going to guess. Three years old. What? The Three f- years old. You've had kids who have been referred under this program for saying they live in a terrorist a terrorist house 
for drawing a picture of a cucumber and, and pronouncing the word cucumber in a way that the teacher deemed to be. You know, people have been reported for wearing Pal free Palestine badges and these yeah. are kids. Wow. So if that level of, frankly, totalitarian-like thinking towards thought and it's Quite kind of thought policing well. applies, to children, applies to children, how do you think it applies potentially to adults? To yeah. somebody that's racialized the way I can be in this society that has, you know, M millions of views on YouTube propagating hmm. critical ideas about British foreign policy yeah. and US foreign policy. Yeah. How's that going to affect your life? Yeah, if a three-year-old can't get away with it, yeah, what hope have you yeah, got? that's true. Damn. You know. Hopefully things change, mate, honestly. Hopefully things change. Yeah. Um... We should lighten the mood right now, I think. We should. <laughs> we should. We've got, I'm going to cut the game down so we're running out of time. Okay. Yes. But we get uh, to play one. But you do get to play a little game, Loki. Yes, yes, well, yes, yes, yes. you are Loki. In your demeanour, you're coming in here quite Loki, quite quiet. Right. What else is Loki? I'm sure yeah. you're all aware, everyone's favourite ASMR. Right. You all know what that is, right? Yep. I can't remember what it stands for, but Autonomous I know... Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. That's I checked, it. I checked. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play some clips of um, some songs which yes. has been done to an ASMR. I personally find this like nails down a blackboard. It makes me... Right. But I'm going to take... I'm going to do it for you. I'm going to listen so to brave. it. Okay, thank you. I'm really a brave. Okay, so how here's... How many are we looking at? Well, I'm going to see how many we've got time for. So there's right. actually six. We probably won't have time for all of them. I'm going to get through. Anyway, anyway here is... Um, so just write down what the song is, or okay. the singer is, the former is, and the song title please this is number one okay oh that sounds familiar does sound familiar very familiar big big song big big song this is a um an american group that would probably go well with rice okay um if they were punched in uh, the all right stop, right, stop okay. talking <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to swing back around for that one later. Okay, any idea of the song? All right, I'll play one more time. I have no swinging back rounds. You get it now or it's gone. That sounds so familiar. Think of a hit by them. They've got a uh, lot. Just, just chill and current. Just current. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll, I'll get it, I'll get it. All right, okay. Here's number two. Say I gotta dance, I make money moves. I hate it. I'm sorry, I hate that sort of... Oh, okay. You got that one? Say I gotta dance, I make money moves. I, I don't know what what's do you wrong think with of me ASMR? today. Do you like this? It sounds horrible, right? It's a bit loud. Like it's a bit intense. <laughs> okay, right, do you one. have any idea about this, Loki? The first one, this I have one, an idea about, mm, but this one, I'm, this I'm is, lost. This particular track uh, was the first song by a solo female rapper All to right. top the US charts since Lauren Hill. There we go, what? there we go. And that's the, that's it. That's the only clue. Are you looking. secretly into ASMR, Marcel? <laughs> you do. He's got this mixtape. Okay, here's number three. Oh, right, yeah. Very easy, right? Yeah. Um, Not for Marcel, so no clues because you didn't like me giving up the what other What do you mean? Two. I get a clue. Do you? You didn't like You were like, okay, okay. Well, um, no, no, once, once right. you said the clue. The title of this song actually came from Kathleen Hanna from a band called Bikini Kill who said that the lead singer smelt like it. Well, bloody hell, now that that's just so there we go. the song that so I was... So there we go. I think that actually makes it quite easy, personally. I, I really appreciate your clues. Thank you. They're generous. Thank you. Right, here we go with number four. Oh. Okay, come on. Oh, yeah, I know that, I think. Is this number four? I think, 
um, that you might have mentioned them earlier. Maybe is this number four? Of working with them. Uh, yeah, it's number four. You won't hear that song on FM radio. <laughs> 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 see what I did there? I do see what you did there, Yeah, Matt. yeah, yeah. And I was impressed. Thank you. Um, okay. Everyone got that? Do you need it again? One more? Yeah, Quickly? Yeah. Okay. Number five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? Um... <laughs> If this, if he was in here now as a guest, he wouldn't ask me to turn the air conditioner oh, on. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. Ah, Carl, see, you were so. Is that number five? Yeah, when you started, was that number five? So confident. I'm very upset about that. Is number that number five? five? That's five. And then quickly, this is for number six. It's just a jump to the left. Just a jump to the left. Oh wait. Um, despite this uh, film's name comes from a film, it does not star Sylvester Stallone or feature any boxing at all. Huh? Think about it. The say ne- that again. So this is a song from a film, but it, this it, say, it doesn't feature any boxing or Sylvester Stallone. But think about what film he was in that was a boxing film. Okay, yeah. we're moving on. You look for okay, right? Low key. What did you get for number one, please? Oh, um, it's the Black Eyed Peas. Uh huh. I don't know the name of it. What did you get, Michael? Uh, I got uh, Black Eyed Peas, My Humps. Mm-hmm. And Marcel? Black Eyed Peas, My Humps. Well, it was actually... Oh, fuck off. Where is the love? Ah, horrible, oh, okay. Wow. Um, number two, what did you get, Marcel? Cardi B, Bodak Yellow. Uh-huh, low-key. Oh, that's Card- what it was. Cardi what did you B. get? What did you Cardi get? You got Cardi B. B. What did you I get? I didn't get anything. Let's see if it was Cardi B. Settle up, bitch. You can fuck on me if you want to. These expensive teeth. Michael Payne, number three, what did you get? Uh, Nirvana, Smells Like Teen uh-huh. Spirit. Marcel Somerville? I got Nirvana, but I couldn't remember what the name was and called. And then what did you get, Loki? I think you Nirvana got Nirvana, Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, yeah, let's have a little listen to that one. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Sounds like one of the songs that like travel companies use when they can't afford to license the real song. Number four. What did you get, Michael Payne? Uh, Big Shack, Man's Not Hot. No, sorry. No, no, no. You didn't get Whoops. that. Arctic Monkeys, do I want to know? Uh-huh. Marcel, what did you get? I got Arctic Monkeys, but I didn't know the name of the song. Maloki, what did you get? I'm the same as Marcel. So you, got, you did get Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. let's have that with number four. Crawling back to you. That's actually all right, that one. Um, number five, Loki, what did you get? Uh, Big Shack. Uh huh. Man's not hot. Good. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Michael Payne got? What did you get, Master See, Hill? Yeah, of course. I, no, oh, I, didn't, I, didn't get, I didn't write it down. Didn't write it down. Can't get it then. Two plus two is four. <laughs> one is three quick plans. Every day, man, on a black tree. That's mad. That's incredible. <laughs> um, finally, Marcel, number six. I didn't get number six. Didn't either. get six. What did you get, Loki? I didn't get it. What did you get, Michael Payne? Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Do you know what the song is? Oh, um, I gave a point to myself by mistake. Whoops. <laughs> Trying to fix it. What, uh, what's the song? It's just a jump to the left. It's not a monster mash, is it? Step to the right. Um. Let's do the. Oh, time warp. Yeah. 
He didn't. No, he didn't get oh, it yeah, though. He didn't get it. You're right. He didn't get that. But <laughs> yeah, but you can get it. Listen, yeah. Listen. Yeah, I, didn't get it. I didn't give it to him. Okay. You better not give it to him. I definitely got Rocky Horror Picture what Show. Kind of, what kind of gifts were they? Okay. What song is it? Okay. In third place, uh, sadly, is Marcel Somerville with five. Yes. Second place, very close, but Loki with seven, and Michael Payne wins. With yes. <laughs> <laughs> It's a drill, bro. It is a it's drill. A drill. It's I'm going to get you a week after next because you're not here next week. We'll see. Um, we don't have very much no. time left of the show. Um, uh, all that's left to say to Loki is thank you, no, thank, thank you, you so, so much for passing me, through. It's such a shame that we couldn't have you for longer. No, I could, no, I could literally good. sit here and listen to you talk all day, mate, thank honestly. Pleasure to have you come through. Pleasure Thank to you. have you play the new single to us. The album's out in April. Yes, the 5th of April. Yep. I was going to say, um, we've got a gig um, at the Royal Albert Hall uh, next Amazing. week on uh, Wednesday, the 27th. Mm-hmm. You're all welcome if you like to come. Thank you. And then the Great London venue. Gig, yeah, the 19th <laughs> yeah. of April. Um, also, we are at um, Hackney Art Centre. It's now mm-hmm. called Earth. Yep. And we've got a gig there, so you're all welcome to come. Yeah, amazing. Amazing. Yep. Thank you so much. Where, where can people find you just in case they've been living under a rock okay. uh, when it comes to UK rap and so, don't know? Instagram, Loki Online. Um, you want to look at Loki Online on Twitter with a zero rather than an O mm-hmm. or Loki Tour on Facebook. And I'm there. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Thank you for the support, bro. No, not at all, man. It's an absolute pleasure to have you come through, man. Yeah, Once thank again, Loki. We're going to get into a song now. And then when we come back, um, we've got a few minutes to chat to DTG. Wow. Uh, Love Ain't Enough by Jacob Banks featuring Man of the Moment Gets. Jacob Banks is sick. Mm. Jacob Banks is amazing. He's, he's, not, um, he's really he's, nice. He's bussing in America as well. Yeah, right yeah. Now yeah as of well, course. You know, we spoke to him. But it makes, it makes perfect sense. Mm. He's got the type of voice that you hear on the theme tune to like a big Netflix series. Listen, listen. His his song was on, um, you know, Power. Yeah. It was, it was like one of, one of the final songs on one of the thing and that made me listen to it. Yeah. But Unknown is a banger. Yeah. And then like from that, I've just been like a massive fan. So Yeah, man. Big, mean, big ups to, uh, to Jacob Banks, man. Um, all right, so we got our last guest of the uh, of the day in, and we've got thirteen minutes or so to chat to him. Callum McSwiggan's up next. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And um, but but for now, it's DTG, right? Um, Deji the gamer. Correct. Yeah. Are we calling you DTG or Deji the gamer though? Just call me Deji. Deji. Yeah, just Deji. Deji. Just Deji's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Basis. Come Quite on. First name basis. Yeah. So, um, what came first, YouTube? Because you're because you're a, uh, an up and coming YouTuber. Yeah. But also a spitter. So, what came first? Uh, YouTube. YouTube, YouTube came, first. came yeah. first. Okay. And what made you want to pick up the mic then? Um, well, it's it's obvious with this song. Yeah. But I'm assuming this isn't your first ever uh, recording. Nah. So, what um, made you want to pick up the mic? I mean, music's always been like, you know, it's always there. You hear it everywhere. It's like, I don't know. I grew up with like a sort of musical background in a sense. Like, it's just everywhere. I was yeah, always in choirs. Uh-huh. Mum was in choirs. That's interesting. Choirs. Yeah. Uh, like uh, gospel. Church um, and school as well. Um, I took part in school choirs. Choirs outside of school as well. Like yeah. extracurriculum. Okay. And I mean, I made a couple of tracks with my friends for like bands back in the days. Like year nine, year ten. Yeah. And then... Really and truly, when I dropped my first proper single, you could say, it was kind of like, it was just a time where all of my friends were kind of doing it as well. And mm. I was like, wait, I can do this as well. So why not do it? No, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Organic like that. Yeah. Um, and th- this particular song, Teresa, yeah. it's obviously a politi- uh, politically charged song. Um, yeah. 
A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit yeah. All right, we'll, 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 we'll decide. We'll, we'll let the listeners decide when they hear it. But um, what was the kind of motive uh, behind the song? What was the motivational? Uh, the, sorry, what was the motivation behind this particular song? Well, for you, I mean, I came across you instrumental. Um, which was produced by my friend Seven shout out to him mm. and I was like yo like what are you doing with this he's like oh, I'm not doing anything but I was like cool I am <laughs> so um, obviously wrote the hook um, based around Theresa May yep. but more based around girls in general yeah. so it's like well, it's all political isn't it it's, uh, relationships it's yeah. Yeah. politics <laughs> <laughs> serious man but yeah it's literally just about girls who lie um, which obviously as we know <laughs> happens a lot we do I know we do <laughs> you're, so, li- yeah. you're lying now sorry, you don't I'm even so know sorry to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah man that's literally how it came about and then the rest of the song like the verses I just wrote according to the chorus really yeah yeah. Um, have you ever lied to a girl though? of course <laughs> but it's like I don't tell lies that are peak like, I don't say the mad things it's just like the detrimental ones he's, it's yeah, like, like white lies little white lies, no? little white lies but little it, white lies. it don't harm no one no yeah okay no okay no I hear that I hear that we should get into the song because like <laughs> yeah. I said um, we've only got about 10 minutes left and we should we should definitely listen to tune and have a little bit of a chat uh, when we come back on the other side of this so if you do us the honour of introducing the song okay guys well um, we're about to play my single Teresa out now on all platforms right? I hope you guys enjoy <laughs> That's Teresa. Yo, that's a nice vibe as well, man. I'm liking that. Very you, summery. Man. Very yeah. summery. Are you um are you kind of uh are you looking forward to the festival season? I know that's that's a question that you couldn't really ask uh, um <laughs> you know an, an urban artist back in the day. They'd be like, "What are you talking about?" But yeah, now there was only a few. There was only this a few. Is the to thing. Really touch, this is the thing. But is, are you looking forward to it? Yeah, man, hundred percent. It's yeah. a good time. It, uh, uh, can Comes people see you? As well. Yeah, and can people see you on any stages uh, over mean, the summer? We hope so. Yeah, we can only hope so, man. He knows. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, let's let's get into the origins of um of of like Deji the gamer, you know, because it started uh, on YouTube. Yeah. As a gamer, as a gamer, right? yeah. And and I find and I, I don't know much about the uh, community, but I find that music and uh, YouTube go hand in hand. There's a lot of I feel I, f- I feel like there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of uh, really good, uh, a, a, a lot of really big MCs that are friends with big YouTubers. Yeah. And and uh, is that the case with you? Have you got like uh, some quite high pof- profile friends in the YouTubing world? Um, and and is this something that do, do do the two cross over? Is there a lot of uh, kind of promoting your music on YouTube as well? I mean, well, from on the basis of what you're saying, it's like with a lot of artists. A lot of artists grew up watching YouTubers as well. And like coincidentally, a lot of YouTubers fell in love with said artist music. So yeah, they of course. Like link up like uh-huh. via social media or something like networking. With me, it's more of since I've obviously started off with YouTube, I've networked in the like as a YouTuber. So I've made friends with high profile YouTubers. Mm-hmm. So obviously, yeah, they have listened to my music and they do promote my music mm. if I ask them to or whatever, or like willingly. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And you've you've amassed uh, 150,000 subscribers and counting. Yeah. Okay. How how quickly did you did you manage to do that? Because that's a huge number. That's yeah. a sick that's number. That's a that's a huge number. How yeah. quickly the kind of you know what is the kind of rate? If I start a YouTube channel now and I, I stick on like FIFA how can 98, how can I be, how can I become a gamer question, slash YouTuber yeah. with my copy of FIFA 98? <laughs> I mean, it's it's actually quite hard. Oh. I can't lie because everyone's doing it. Like. Everyone's doing it. But no one's got FIFA 98. 
anymore. Retro gaming, isn't it? Retro gaming. That niche, yeah, bro. Niche. So you're paying on 150k on FIFA 98. Yeah. I think he needs another hook. 21 years later, that could call <laughs> my YouTube <laughs> channel. I could just play games that are 21 years old. Right. I mean, to be fair, if you do have FIFA 98, that's worth a lot of money now. Oh. I, I think I do. Cause I probably can dig it up at my mum somewhere. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, okay. that is worth peas. But okay, I'll just I'll just buy YouTube. I'll just sell my copy of FIFA 98 and just buy YouTube. I know where you just appear. Have a little guest appearance on your channel, yeah, you know, and that will boost it up. I challenge audience. you to a game of FIFA 98 on your YouTube channel the day before I start my own, <laughs> <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> yeah, man, like, with the whole gaming side of YouTube, it, it is long because there's a lot that goes into it. Obviously, you have to record yourself, of course, as well as the gameplay, yeah, make sure it's synced up, yeah, and just edit it really. It's just really long. And do you, um, like your, your it's obviously a, a personality that people are attracted to yeah um is that something that you feel you have to like i don't know exaggerate sort of the the main mm. traits of or do you just purely be yourself and trust that people will kind of gravitate towards you i mean it depends like what sort of audience you're looking for obviously i'm more of like a child's entertainer so at times certain things were forced like if i'm not feeling my best i'll put on that smile and i'll be as loud as I can. Right. Obviously, kids love that stuff. Mm. But over time, I just grew into the like what I be- like made myself. Like, yeah, of really, course. Like I just became that bubbly person, yeah. that person that people love watching, love listening to. Right. And it, it just molded into it, really. So I guess it's kind of like a fake it, till you make it sort of thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just nah, to a certain degree, I suppose. Yeah, but a lot of people, like a lot of creators, I have met are very different. Um, offline yeah I hear that it it's, doesn't mean that it's a bad thing but it's like it's just their persona yeah yeah which is understandable it's like with everything fair play lovely uh, note to end on um, that's all we got time for I'm afraid thank you so much to Deji for coming through to chat to us about the brand new single which is out now it's called Teresa thank you so much to Loki for chatting to us at length and uh, shout out to Skinny Malone as well for coming in to chat to us about new music we'll be back next week it's Fubar Radio the Eminem show You've been listening to a FUBAR Radio podcast. For more information, go to FUBARradio.com.